welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. In the time of crisis, will you turn your back against God? When people go through crisis and they begin to attack God, attack church, say, why is God, why is all this happening to me? Why this, I'm not happy and I feel God hasn't been there for me and all that is just simply because they are holding the wrong end of the stick because God has done enough. By Think about this. He came all the way down to become a human being for your sake. To die on the cross for your sake. Just try, attempt to watch the passion of the Christ. It gives you an understanding why he had to go put himself through this. Even the thief on the cross said, if you are the Messiah, why don't you save yourself and save us? That could have been done, but he couldn't because he was thinking about you. He had to stay on the cross because your sins kept him there. If he left the cross, your sins would not be paid for. Our sins would not be paid for. So he stayed there because he was working on the cross. He was at work, paying for sins of humanity. He was paying. So when they were challenging him, you are the son of God and you are, just get out and save us. He said, no. He ignored the man. Satan wanted him to do it. He said, for people who were passing, they said, if you are a son of God. Now, he says, he claims he's the son of God. Now let him save himself and let us. They told him, save yourself and we'll believe in you. We'll believe in you. But he stayed on the cross in agony and in pain. And for the first time ever in the universe, the God, second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, who had become man for the first time ever in existence, he felt separation from God. God separated himself from the humanity of Jesus. From the humanity of Jesus. From the time he was born, God has always been with him. He said, I and the Father are one. For once, he separated him. God, God, back. And he felt it. And he said, Ali, Ali. Not the beating, not the vinegar, not the piercing. But it was the rejection. He couldn't stand the absence of God. So in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, it talks about how unbelievers, I think verse 9, will be punished away from the presence of God. So he felt the rejection. And the rejection was so much, it gave him an extreme stress. And he died out of the stress. Because Pilate was surprised. He already dead. Crucifixion doesn't kill people that quickly. It doesn't kill them. That, it kills you slowly. But he was, he died. So when they came and they were coming to, because Sabbath day was coming, they have to kill, get, clear them off the cross. They normally come and break the bones of the, the prisoners. They broke the thieves. But when they came to him, they realized he was already dead. So they didn't have to break his bone. That it might, it might, it might be fulfilled. That which was said, that his bones were not broken. He stayed on the cross. Why has the church gone silent upon on this? And we are just talking about breakthroughs and what God has to do for us. With all he has done, look, look, you have the unmitigated audacity to be sinning and still believe you are entitled to a breakthrough. I don't blame you. I blame the kind of preachers in our generation. You are entitled to a breakthrough. You are entitled to a breakthrough. And sometimes you actually get disappointed that God hasn't done. Think about what I'm saying. Listen. 
Christianity, first of all, is not about coming to receive from God material things, comfortable life. It's about actually handing your life and taking on or receiving forgiveness of, of sins by the work of Jesus Christ and then living a, a, a crucified life, a denied life. You, Jesus said, take up your cross, deny yourself and follow me. Many of us come to church, but we are not Jesus' followers. There are so many scriptures. I don't know how come the church has not majored and, and majored on these words, these scriptures. We have marginalized those scriptures. Scriptures like anyone who wants to follow me, if anyone does not take his, uh, he says, does not does not hate his mother, his father, his wife, himself, uh, his, his sister, his brother, his son, his daughter, and even hate himself. So that is not talking about animosity, wickedness, hatred. It's talking about you are willing to let anything go. Why? Why is we don't talk about this? So someone is in church. Come on, please. Is in church. And his sexual partner is with him and doesn't see anything wrong with that. And you are not born again. But you feel so good because you are believing God for a major breakthrough. I don't blame you. It's the kind of messages that we have been preaching in this our generation. Sinners coming to claim entitlements. Are you understanding? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, sin matters to God. Sin matters to God. Sin matters to God more than your breakthrough. Because when he gives you the house, gives you the car, gives you the job, less than 80 years, 80 years later, 100 years, you will leave it. Now, what you have done with your righteousness, you are coming to meet him. And that is going to be for eternity. God is not unrighteous. To distract your attention to things that are not permanent. Temporal things. Temporal. Temporal. In First Peter chapter 1, verse 17, it says that we are sojourners. Do you know what a sojourner is? You have to make a song about it. These are the things that we should be singing more of this song. I'm a sojourner. So, so you, you don't get attached to worldly things. Yeah, let's, we have to make songs like this. I suffer for Christ. I'm crucified with Christ. Where are those songs? Where are those songs? We just sing nice songs and we make confession of what we are getting. And our, our songs, even though we sing Christ, really we are the center of the songs. Human-centered Christian songs. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. If I sing you right now, the way you flow. (laughs) Any relationship that is managed or is based on money is a dangerous relationship. Any relationship that's based is is built around money. Okay, what am I getting? Okay, it's a a dangerous relationship. When we talk about Christ, Christness, because they they have to put up a show. They they need to put up, the guys can play and you feel, oh, oh. So you come to church, not to, for an encounter with God, but you come to church for a feeling. That's why certain type of denominations frown on what we do. Everyone is, all oh, this emotionalism. Emotional hype. He, 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 he. They play, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. And those of you who are not fortunate, you end up in the hands of some a self-styled prophet. So those things are not bad in themselves. But it, it doesn't mean much when it comes to Christianity. Actual core of Christianity, that, that, that doesn't mean much. Do you understand what I mean? That doesn't mean much. Christianity is when a man is sold out in his life or her life, a woman, to Christ. And is ready to suffer anything for Christ and stay with Christ, be faithful with Christ and do God's work. So as you go to work, you represent Christ. 
not by just doing goodies, but by spiritually alert. And when you get the opportunity, elevate Christ. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. He said, as Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so John chapter 3, or you only know John 3.16. You haven't checked John 3.14. John 3.14 comes before 16. Amazing, John 3.14, John 3.15. Even those ones, powerful stuff. As Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted. That he who believes in him will not perish. We want to have services where people today... I've just been distracted. I really wanted to teach on Christ. And so, I want you to be strong in Christ. Be strong when it comes to, you know, your Christology is solid. Your understanding of Christ. And it feeds into your ecclesiology, which is understanding of church. You complain about church so much because you actually don't know Christ well. If you know Christ, you understand the enormity of sin. You understand the enormity of forgiveness of sins. You understand the value of the, how least your challenges are in the grand scope of the goodness of God over your life by saving us. And you'll be more worried about your sinning than your sitting in church. What seat they give you? You shouldn't complain about seats. If they put you under the chair, you should even thank God. <laughs> Did you get what I'm talking about? At least, they don't. Some, how many of you know that in these modern day churches, our type of churches, there are so many people sinning and it's normal. Yeah. Normal. They're at a church, they will mess up and they were doing dodgy deals. It's normal. Think about it. It's normal. People are in church, after church. It's not like they fall into temptation, but they plan to go and continue. Normal. It's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You are either not born again or you are backslided and when the rapture comes, you'll be left behind. And you are so much focused on what you are getting on earth because you are not, you are, you haven't been, you haven't realized that our life is not just here. Our life is not just here. That is when I think about the fathers of old, the saints of old. I'm thinking about how glorious the arrest is. They haven't, I think about the hereafter. That's why I will teach on hell. Can you imagine that I had is, is, uh, someone told me, I didn't even bother to read it, that somebody who has been a Christian, supposedly a Christian for a long time, is having challenges with his faith because this whole concept of hell, he doesn't understand why God will punish people. So because of that, he's beginning to lose his faith. You, in, it's likely you have actually never been in the faith. You have not been in the faith. You have not been in the faith. Yeah. See, the, so the way we organize church, we can attract a lot of unbelievers. Yeah. They stay in our midst for a long time. They haven't converted, but they are speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues and crying and dancing with us, doing everything. The day the rapture will come. The day the rapture. And some of the sons, let me tell you, oh, Pastor, maybe I'm one of them. Yes, it's likely you are. Now, <laughs> let me tell you, how do you know you are not one? Your attitude towards a lot of things about church. Much of you handle the matters of God with carnal approach. You just, you choose to get angry when you want to get angry. You choose to whoa, whoa, I don't Osha, you don't talk to this sister. You don't, you are not actually maybe you are not born again. That's why you don't talk to another sister in church. Even if that sister is not born again, when you are in church, you know you have the love of God. You have the you you flow you flow. So those of you who don't talk to somebody, I'm questioning your salvation. Whether you have actually met God because you are too sinful 
to forget that your sins have been forgiven. So if you have really been forgiven, you won't make a big issue. I don't talk to this one. It doesn't matter what they do against you. What you have done against God is more. It's more. And sister, sorry, okay. Such, such people, such people, I'm telling you, such people, they will leave church and go insane. I don't understand. That's the, that's the, that's the conundrum, the oxymoron, the, 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 the confusing aspect. You, I don't like the way you can treat me. I don't don't talk to me. But look at you. You go home and you are sinning. You go home and you are stealing. You go home and you are gossiping. You have your sin. You sin. You have regular sin. Think about it. A born again but regular sinner. And yet, you are picking on other people in church. It's It's a sign that you are a regular sinner. It's a sign. You have been desensitized. You have lost the sight Oh, the, imp- the focus on important things. I am talking to Christians. If this offends you, you are not a Christian. <laughs> you are not. It's a sign that you are not a Christian. But pastor, why are you talking like this? Because God is trying to get his people to wake up. If you are one of his people, you will know that this man is speaking of the Lord. If you are born again, I dare you live as one. Live as one. If you are born again. I'm not preaching morals. I'm preaching spirituality and Christianity. If you are born again, I dare you live as one. Other than that, when the trumpet sounds, we will leave you behind and you will go to hell. Because heaven is only for those who belong to Christ. It says that husbands, love your wife. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. As Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that she might sanctify her, a pure, and that he will come for her, present her to himself, a holy bride. He's coming back for the church. He's not coming for individuals. And he's coming for those who are born again and are members of his body. He's coming for us. Coming for us. Please, do not feel comfortable in sin. That's what I'm trying to say. And there are two problems. You are comfortable in sin, and then two, you are fighting others in church. Ah! If you stink, if you have body odor, don't go around farting. (laughs) If you live in a glass house, some of you are not happy with me at all. Listen, Some of you are not happy with me. But read my lips. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. May we be rid of unbelievers from the church. So we can have a pure church. God can move easily. God can do greater things. God can use us. We can save our generation effectively and faster. We, we, God is more interested in quality of our gathering, not just quantity. Quality. Quantity matters. But we, if you have quantity of quality, can you imagine what we will do in, in our generation? You live with unbelievers and there's no conviction around you. If you are hot, unbelievers cannot, even slow and lacking Christian or slacking Christians can't just pass comments about your body or uh, uh, sinful comments about your body. If they are doing it, that means that you are very cold. That's why flies are landing, hanging around your uh, uh, oven lid. Oven lid with flies is because it's cold. Turn up the heat. They won't come around. 
There are ladies here who some men will not dare. They are very pretty. They keep themselves. They look amazing. Some men will not dare. Say, hey, sister, mm, ah. your work colleagues, they must know you are too much on fire. They won't even bring it towards you. They will stay away because they know you will preach the devil out of them. Yeah. Your boss is always making advances towards you. Preach the devil out of him. Let him know you are a preacher. Tell him. Don't tell him I don't like that. Preach Christ. He'll be careful when he sees you. Preach Christ. Let him, when he sees you, he knows he's a sinner. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I preaching at all? These things you will hear because every church is looking for congregation. And Bible says that today I was reading it in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Is it chapter 2? Yeah, it's 2 Timothy chapter 2. Read it for me from verse 2. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2. Chapter 4 verse 2. Preach the word. Mm -hmm. Be ready in season and out of season. Listen, be ready. See, I didn't prepare this. There's something else I was coming to teach on Christology. I love to talk about Christ. Look at what happened last Sunday. I wanted to pick it up from there. Accepted in the beloved. But suddenly, something came on me to get people to know where they stand. So that when we are saying we are accepted in the beloved, you know. You see, when you know you are dirty and God has accepted you, you are grateful. You appreciate it. You appreciate it. That message on talking about the love of God to the world, we have to talk about the judgment of God. So people think, oh, that's why that guy could say that if God is loving, why is it that people are going to hell? He's justice. That's why people go to hell. He said, just God. That's why people, a, a righteous judge. In fact, verse 1, verse 1. Look at verse 1. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead as his appearing and his kingdom. When he, when he appears, he's going to judge the living. He's a righteous judge. And the judge, uh, Abraham said to God in Genesis chapter 19, would the, the judge of all not do righteous? A judge must be seen to be just. So if God is just, then he must punish sin. It's just justice. Can you imagine Hitler is dead and gone and he's free? No. You can't say let's kill all his descendants. Not right. Because they may be innocent. But someone must, he must be brought to justice. God will judge the living and the dead. At his appearing. Why have we gone silent on this? this judgment is coming. Tell someone, judgment is coming. Shake them on the shoulder. Tell them, judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. Yeah. Judgment is coming. One of these days, you will stand before your maker. Yeah. The police will not get you, but God, one day, one of these, you will stand before your maker. And the things you have done, which the police doesn't see anything wrong with. He will open his book. At that time, it's not about human rights. <laughs> yes, at that time, it's not about equality. It's about his word. He who knows to do good and does not do it is a sin. He will judge. Hope. We, me, you see the way I'm talking? I'll be judged. Yeah. I will be judged. I'll be judged. If I'm preaching this, when I finish, I'm going to watch some different things. Hey, hey. I'll be judged. You, see, you, may, you may look, people will not know. People will not know what I do privately. But one day, it will all come in the open. Yeah. 
you will be judged by who? God Almighty. With whom nothing can be hidden. We are clapping for you. You look very saintly. You look angelic. But your records are very demonic. <laughs> Some of you are not happy with me at all. <laughs> no, you need somebody to remind you that this thing is real. It's not just coming to hang around and dancing. Oh, sing, oh, sing, oh, praise. What are some of the songs we have been singing? A song, uh, uh, I know who God says, oh, no, 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 one. The, 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 the normal song we are singing, you come, you freedom. And then, in fact, last Sunday when we finished the, the service, they were singing, oh, hey, hey, hey. You know, those, some of those songs are amazing. There are certain songs, when they are raised, you get up. You've been quiet all along. But as soon as they raise the song, then you jump in front. In the name of Jesus. There is nothing wrong with that. But, sister, have you taken stock of your behavior, your sin before God? Brother, we look at you, you look very holy. <laughs> yeah, no one will know. No one, in fact, outsiders actually respect you a lot. Because when you go to church, wow. 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 But God, eh? <laughs> and God has sent me so that you can escape the fire coming. But what I don't even understand is a stinking person who is farting around? <laughs> no, think about it. <laughs> You're farting around. The Second Timothy four two, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Mm -hmm. Convince, rebuke, rebuke. exhort. Uh, this is talking to pastor. Pastor, preach the word. Convince, rebuke, exhort. Uh -huh. With all long suffering in and teaching. In other words, do this with all long suffer long. Be ready to take a long time because some people will not like you. And do it with teaching and long-suffering. Do these things. Go on. Verse 3. For the time will come when uh -huh. they will not endure sound doctrine. Sound doctrines. Doctrine that is of God. That makes Christians strong. A time is coming. That's not what they want. And we are in that, those times. Many people don't want that at all. See, they are looking for a social club. Because most people are miserable. Most people are miserable. Life is too harsh. Because after pursuing pleasure, can you my most young ladies, it's easier to be in church because when you do party, 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 sometimes you get hurt. People will grab you. It, it is, it is, accidents do happen. We have become so much like the world. We have imported people into the church without repenting. People didn't repent and they've come to church because we promised them miracles. We promised them better jobs. We promise them houses. We promise them miracle money, miracle jobs, miracle breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. When they finish, they are going to continue as usual. Very interesting. I didn't know. So a time is coming when people are not interested. So when we preach the kind of things I'm saying, People who come for different, they are wondering, what was that? Somebody asked, one of the questions somebody asked yesterday, why is fornication so much frowned upon? No, no, somebody, somebody's question. See, right there you can tell this person asking the question doesn't understand spiritual things. 
Because even socially, it has his he's asking a social question on a spiritual platform. Social, but we are a spiritual organization, a spiritual, spiritual group of people to the standard. Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, it says something should not even be once named amongst you. Read it. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 1. Therefore be imitators of God as their children. Be imitators of God as their children. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. Uh An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. Verse 3. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you. It shouldn't be named amongst you, let alone practiced. It shouldn't be a subject. Of concern amongst you. But unfortunately, huh, our modern day church, because pastors are looking for congregation, big congregation. So we look very powerful. So we have to go. In fact, a certain church, they don't talk in a, many American churches. I don't know if they are waking up now, but you're a pastor, you are not supposed to talk about sin. You are not supposed to mention hell because it's too threatening for people. It's no, you don't you don't do that. Just tell them about how their lives can be sorted, how their stress can be taken care of, how you don't have, you know, so t- these are the things you t- tell people. They come to church to come and listen to anger management lessons. And some of us, that's what you, we want. And all these things, but the pastor is saying, me, I don't, I don't agree. I'm not surprised you don't, because it's likely you are not born again. Oh, but I'm born again. Why are you saying I'm not born again? You, I will know you by your fruits. You don't have a desire. You are not hungry for God. You are not hungry. You are not thirsty for God. If you are thirsty for God, some things will not be a discussion, a matter of discussion. It's different if you fall into something, you wake up, you fall into and get up, you fall into sin, you fall into pornography, you fall into communication, or gossip, or argument. You fall in these things are things you fall in, but you don't live in it. And you, you won't endorse that it's okay. You can't say it's okay. But when you say, well, I don't see anything wrong. If I'm leaving my boyfriend, we love each other. You are not born again. Because the grace that saves also teaches us that denying worldly lust and ungodliness. If you are saved, that same grace will make you uncomfortable, tell you that this one, even though I'm struggling with it, I accept that it's wrong. Don't, you see, acceptance is not endorsement. We will accept you as a brother, as a sister, even though you may have your own struggles. Doesn't mean we are endorsing it. Somebody asking a question. Why, why is fornication so frowned upon? I said, no, it's not. I mean, I said, this is not general. I said, it's not frowned upon. People are doing it everywhere. They're enjoying it. So why do you say it's frowned upon? It's not frowned upon. Unless you say in the church, then that's a different subject. But fornication is not frowned upon. People are, it's not frowned upon. They actually enjoying that. Someone says that, why is it that when I'm, I'm born again and I'm rather supposed to be enjoying the freedom of Christ? I, I'm, 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 I'm struggling. I'm struggling to stay righteous, or is that no? I'm not. I'm not able to enjoy the things I used to enjoy. In what way is this freedom? <laughs> but that's that's a very that's a very practical question. In what way is this freedom? It's because our definition of Christ and what Christ is giving us is warped. We we have made ourselves the center, and Christ is the is is the helper. But Christ should be the center. Once Christ becomes the center, everything changes. Fornication is not frowned upon. And I said something. Somebody asked, if God is loving, why will he send people to hell? Mm. And I told them, Billy Graham was asked years ago when he came to do crusade in UK. Years ago, journalists asked him, I think in um, uh, East Linton, somewhere there. They asked him a question. 
that why is it that you are saying that if anyone doesn't have Christ, he will go to hell? Why do you believe that people who don't believe in Christ will go to hell? Why are you saying that? Billy Graham said, no, I never said that. It's not me. I'm not saying that. It's Jesus who said it. <laughs> Jesus said it. Why is the church afraid to, to repeat what Jesus has said? And you are questioning what the Bible is saying. It's a sign that you are not a Christian. If you're a Christian, you believe the whole Bible. No, okay, maybe the Bible is not complete. That makes you an unbeliever. Or the Bible, some people have added some, I have questions about the Bible. You are not yet born again. The fact that you accept God's word as total, as authoritative, means that you actually don't know God. So it's not, let's have discussions. You are not born again. You are not a child of God. You don't have the seed of God inside you. You'd have accepted his word without challenge. Some people can say, yeah, the Bible is saying, but you know, the Bible cannot know everything. Um, I can also, you know, I, I can't live my life based on the Bible. You are not a Christian. Uh, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. But pastor, why are you saying this? I'm saying what the Bible says. I don't have a message. I don't have my own message. This is what, I, we have to repeat what is said here. That is Christianity. If you can't agree with what is said here, that's where you dip, you and Christianity go. Oh, but, you know, other, other religions too can say, hey, if you are saying that, that means you have not met our Jesus. When you meet our Jesus, you know that is the only way. When you meet our Jesus, you know that. Okay, so how about those who have never heard about Jesus? And Listen, you know that is the only way. He will sort that out. <laughs> the rest for him. Your job is to believe. He said a time is coming when people will do what? will not endure sound doctrine, but will heap, according to their itchy ears, ears, they will heap teachers. Because they want people to say what they want to hear. So Paul told Pastor Timothy, preach the word. Preach the word. Read it. 2 Timothy 4.2 Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, mm -hmm. they will heap up for themselves teachers. teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and they, be turned see, aside to faith. They will turn fears. their ears away from the truth. What you are saying, I'm not interested. I better sleep. They will turn their ears away from the truth. And what? And be turned aside to fables. Fables. Stories. Stories. They want to hear stories that make them feel important and very good. There's something I'm trying to highlight. You are sinning. You should feel very uncomfortable. If you are living in sin, you should feel very uncomfortable. I don't have a business trying to make you feel good. I'm a wicked person if I do that. And don't take it personal. It's eternal issue. It's an issue of eternal concern. You are living in sin. Whether you are born again, you are not born again. Sin will send you to hell. They asked me a question yesterday. When somebody saved, is he forever saved? I said, you are saved, but it doesn't mean you are safe. <laughs> you are saved, but it doesn't mean you are safe. It's important. Church! Wake up. Put Christ first. Repentance means stop doing it. <laughs> stop doing it. Stop doing it. That's the first I takes time. You know, I can't just stop everything once and for all. Jesus said, go and sin no more.
tell him that, Lord, I have to do it bit by bit. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7, 8, 9. Oh, I want to settle on the verse 9. I like the verse 9. Verse 7 says that what things, what things soever were gained to me, I count lost. Philippians 3, 7. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yes. Please, 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 please. It's sometimes very easy to, fall, to, to um, mute or go silent on the for Christ. It's, for, it's the for Christ that gives eternal meaning. Read that statement again. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. I have counted lost for Christ. Did you see what I'm saying? For Christ. Everybody say for Christ. Say it louder. May I ask you, what have you lost for Christ? You can't even lost a boyfriend. <laughs> because of a boyfriend, you are losing Christ. <laughs> because of pride, prideful attitude, you are losing Christ. You can't consider your pride lost for Christ. This is just basic Christianity 101. I'm a pastor. I must consider some things lost for Christ in my personal life, private life, and even in my pastoral work. Other than that, you can't do the work of a pastor. You have to count some things lost. It's not normal. You are behaving with this my personal cross. What do you mean by your personal cross? What do you mean Pastor, but you are making me very uncomfortable. Because, no, it's the sin in your pocket that is really pricking you. A time is coming when you will say, I am free. And that time is now. It's our month of flow. The Holy Ghost wants to flow, but there are a lot of sinful blockage. People, small, small, sinful pockets in your pocket, sin in your pocket, sin on your armpit, your inner pocket, sin everywhere. So the Holy Ghost is coming. Then you're moving him back. He wants to flow. Brother, you are spoiling our flow. Sister, I'm telling you, you, gotta, you are born again, so you have to do something. Because of you, God has sent me to preach this message. Preach this message. Repent. Finish it. Verse 8. Yet indeed I also count all things lost. For the How many things? How many things? He said, I count them lost. Uh-huh. Why? For the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Because I want to know Jesus. I want to know. Listen, if you want to know Jesus, you have to be ready to lose some things. That is the core of Christianity. If you want to know Jesus, you have to be ready to lose some things. It doesn't matter. It can, you may lose a lot of friends. You may lose a lot of support. You may lose a lot of money. Because the way you have been getting the money, your attempt to know Jesus means that you have to go a different direction. You may lose a lot of importance because when you are with your friends, yeah, you teach them how to dance. And you normally hold them so they don't fall. <laughs> so they dance. <laughs> you know how to do it. You didn't know, you didn't know about it. Oh, you are not. <laughs> you don't worry, I will ask you. That's what you are know. <laughs> Did you know about it? You didn't know? We all have passed, though. Yeah, we all have passed. Everybody here. None of us has a holy past. Even if you are righteous enough, you are in church so much, 
There are things that God has saved you from. Say amen. amen. So the key thing is, why do you go back to your vomit? You don't go back to your vomit. Let, let's finish this text. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, uh -huh. for whom I have suffered the loss of all things uh -huh. and count them as rubbish. I count them as rubbish. The, Hebrew, the Greek word translated rubbish, it's used menstrual cloth. That's what rubbish there. The Greek word translated, it means that all these things that were gained to me, I'll count, I count them as used menstrual cloth. That's really yak. But that's this description. But the English Bible had to use a very, you know, soft word. And some other versions use dog dung. Yeah. Dog dung. Not cow or bull dung. This one. <laughs> he said, I count them all as dog. Can you imagine? Your importance, the things that are gained to you, which people will be celebrating you about. He said, if these things stand in between me and Christ, I count them as dung. No one will chase them. Why do I count them as dung? That I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness. Your biggest desire is when we are looking for you, we should find you in Christ. You are fighting with your wife fighting with your husband day in, day out because you are not found in Christ. That's why there's so much tension in your house. Be found in Christ, but to be found in Christ, you have to count some things as dank. You must count them lost, that you, you will be found in Christ, not having your own righteousness, but, which is of the law, but you have the righteousness of God, which is of Christ. What does it mean to have the righteousness of God? When God looks at you, you are perfect. You are righteous. Why? Because you have been found in Christ. We all need to be found in Christ. Please don't let your neighbors find you outside of Christ because you are nasty out of Christ. Yeah, all of us, if you, you see, sometimes some people will annoy you said, she doesn't know who I am. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. Please just stay in Christ. Don't let us know. Stay in Christ. Count all things as dank so you stay in Christ. You are in a department, you are troublesome. You are in a church, you are troublesome. You are picking quarrel. Any little thing, you are upset. <laughs> Please, we beg you, we beg you. Let's find you in Christ. Count a lot of things lost. Count them lost. Your pride, your importance. Doesn't matter as long as it means you're, you're being found in Christ. That's when we can talk about you're on the Christian life. That's why I said if you don't take up your cross and deny yourself, you are not worthy of being my disciple. But it looks like the modern day church, we don't mind about these things, don't care anymore. It's not the members, it's the preachers. It's the preachers. It, we, don't, we don't talk about this anymore. It's not necessary. We talk about breakthroughs, power, new jobs, promotion, miracle, marital breakthrough. Hey, receive it. It's what happened. It's good. It's part of our inheritance in Christ. But why have we only focused on that aspect? And a vast aspect of the essential work in Christ has been marginalized. And we have stayed on the, the aspect that makes natural life just nice. So we end up embellishing the flesh and stifling the spirit. So we have become soul Christians walking around all our soul. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show. And the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. 
Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.